0: with you let us pray God of the changing you help us find our voice that we might find our faith we praise you for the Gentile woman who answered back the Son of God Release us from the crowds which command our silence and free our tongues to demand from you the healing of the earth. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. In 1957, engineers. Alfred Fielding and Mark Chavanez were inventors. At their lab in New Jersey, they worked hard to engineer something that was very popular at the time. Wallpaper. In fact, Fielding and Chavanez wanted to invent textured wallpaper. They had an idea. They took two shower curtains and stuck them together. And in the process, they trapped little pockets of air between the plastic. They hoped the texture of the air pockets or bubbles would be a hit on wallpaper because people would play with it and show off the modern wonder of plastic. Cue the quote from the graduate. They were wrong. The plastic wallpaper did not sell. And when it didn't sell, they tried to market it as insulation for greenhouses. Another fail. They sat on this plastic, air-filled wallpaper for a few years before they found a use for it. IBM was releasing their 1401, one of the most important computers of all time. In the first five weeks of its release, IBM sold 5,200 of these 1401 computers, more than they expected to sell over the entire history of the product. IBM needed to ship these computers out fast, but the computers were huge and expensive, monthly rental for 1401 configurations started started at $2,500, which is about $22,195 in today's currency. IBM needed to ship these computers safely. So they wrapped them in plastic wallpaper and bubble wrap was born. So often, we only see things the way we have understood them. Your little brother is just a kid, not a successful lawyer. Your mom is just your mom. She's not a creative, vibrant individual. Textured plastic is for wallpaper. It's not bubble wrap. In psychology, this phenomenon is known as functional fixedness. If you have a hammer and need a paperweight, you might never consider that the hammer can be a paperweight. Ironically, as we get older, we are more prone to functional fixedness. Five-year-olds show no signs of functional fixedness. Five-year-olds will use any object they can find to solve whatever problem. But seven-year-olds don't. They only use objects as intended. Functional fixedness. Today, Jesus is caught in a state of functional fixedness. He needs a vacation, so he sneaks off with his disciples. They go up the coast of Lebanon for a little R&R. Even shut inside a house a 100 miles from home, Jesus can't get a break a woman bursts in to ask him for help. Let's pause here to understand the situation. Jesus is in a foreign country. Mark doubles down on this foreign bit by describing this woman as both Greek or Gentile and Syrophoenician. Okay, Mark, we get it. She's not Jewish. Jewish folks in ancient Palestine do not talk to, eat with, or associate with non-Jewish people. There are all sorts of religious laws preventing that sort of interaction. On top of that, men don't talk to women in public. As Ched Myers wrote in Binding the Strongman, the patriarchal system precluded women from assertiveness in public life, interpersonally and socially. Women didn't talk to men. Foreign women did definitely didn't talk to Jewish men. They definitely did not barge into private homes and ask a man anything. This is why Jesus is so offensive with her. And to be clear, Jesus is very offensive with her. He calls her a dog. This is still one of the worst put-downs we have in our language. I'll spare you the curse word. But this statement has undertones of class, race, and culture. It's not pretty. Jesus sees God's liberation as only for Judeans. This woman wants to take something that doesn't belong to her. Jesus' ministry is for Israel. It's wallpaper, not bubble wrap. It's a hammer, not a paperweight. But this woman's daughter is sick. She needs help, so she matches wits with Jesus. She shows him how useful bubble wrap can be, what else it can do. I have to pause and admire her analogy as someone that has a dog and young kids. This is one of those amazing moments of truth-telling. It is as true now as it was then. This woman is a truth-teller. So Jesus gets schooled. Goodbye, functional fixedness. This woman reroutes Jesus' ministry, literally. Jesus works his way back to Galilee by way of Sidon. This would be like going to L.A. by way of slow or by way of Bakersfield. It is not the straight way back. It's the opposite direction. Jesus changes direction to live into his expanded vision. He sees what bubble wrap can do and he is ready to use it. He goes to the region of the Decapolis, the Ten Cities, which is a Greco-Roman area. And folks bring him a man who is deaf and mute. He is sick. Jewish laws regulate the touching of sick people, right? But Jesus not only touches this guy, he puts his fingers in his ears. He touches the man's Tongue. In our pandemic time, we understand the danger of this contact. And Jesus goes even further. He spits and then touches this guy's tongue. Gross. Sometimes it takes a bit of gross to change how things are. It takes a failed invention to come up with something useful. It takes a cross-cultural incident to liberate us from judgment, a change in perspective from what has been to what will be. Functional fixedness is a part of our lives. We see the world one way, and it takes someone with courage to change that. A fatha be opened. Our minds, our hearts often need help opening. If we are to grow in the kingdom of God, the wallpaper must come down. Afghan families will be American. Hurricanes will teach us about climate change. Trump supporters will be your friends. And the future we do not perceive will be better than we imagine. Because God's love has no functional fixedness. Like a mother with a sick Child, God will stop at nothing, nothing, nothing to open us up to love eternal. Amen. mustard seed this week is to identify your heart's functional fixedness. Identify one place where you have closed your heart to someone, where you have said that somebody is annoying or somebody is only mean or somebody is only a bad presence in your life examine whether or not that relationship is true and could it be something else examine functional fixedness in your heart this week have a great week God God of love, hear the the prayers of your people. For the good work of this community, may our roles be uplifted by one another as we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God God of love, hear the the prayers of your people. We pray for the victims of the hurricane. We pray for Afghan refugees, for Haitians, and for students that are about to begin their academic year